So we're in Rosh Chodesh Menachem Av. So we spoke about last week about Tochacha. This week in the in the parsha of Matos, the there's an interesting shaklavataria that if one learns the the parsha carefully. I think it, it uh, organically comes out, which is that Moshe Rabbeinu sends the army 1,000 of the most righteous warriors from every Shevet, that's 12,000 all in all, we're talking about from, from an army of 600,000 uh, Yosei Tzava, those that go out to war, I mean, men from the age of 20 to the age of 60 that are uh, 600,000s from that, 12,000 selected. This is the cream of the crop, the best of the best. And we know, we know that the, the Chazal tell us that the selection was not based on how big your quadriceps is. But rather it was on a person's tzitkas, on a person's righteousness. Like the Pasuk and Dvarim says, When you go out to war, you should guard yourself from any um, evil action that even a small Avera can cause a person to die in battle. So these warriors with their captains of the thousands and the captains of the hundreds go out to fight, uh, to punish the Midian for what they did to the Jewish people with the Eitzas Bilam, with the advice that Bilam gave to them, which was to entrap the Jewish men in Gilo Arias and Avodah And so they, they go out and they're victorious and they come back and who do they have? Here's Christina. Right? Look. Look at who we got over there. We got all these Beautiful Midianite women. And Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry. One of the, one of the few times in the Chumash that the Torah says that Moshe got angry. And he says, what are you guys doing? These are the, these are the women. In fact, because I'll say that when he said these, he's literally pointing out the women who were involved in the, the Misa of uh, the Volozora of uh, Baal Peor. He says, you're going to let them live? You're going to bring them back in over here? So he commands them to kill all of them, and they, they, they kill all the women, etc. It's Ayn Shom. I want to ask you a question. Before they left, did Moshe Rabbeinu give them instructions to kill the women or not? So I think it's very clear that he did not. First of all, these were the Biggest Taji came over here to disobey a direct command from Moshe Rabbeinu, very unlikely. Second of all, we don't hear about them being punished. Right? When Shaul did something like that with, uh, with a Molech, yeah, he, he had his whole kingdom taken away from him. Yeah? Thirdly, Moshe doesn't say that, what did you do? I told you to kill them. Like Shmuel says to Shaul. Right? Rather, Moshe Rabbeinu says to them, a, a svara. He says to them a reason. How could you bring them back 
being that these are the women who caused the Jewish man to sin. It doesn't make sense. So Elamai, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell them. So why didn't he tell them? I mean, you need to tell people what you want them to do, no? Anybody, why didn't you tell them? It's a Pashat, right? The Svarahu, Lamali Krah. Right? Who says the Krah? Moshe Rabbeinu says the Krah. Right? Moshe gives the Psukim. Right? So, what, what do I need a Pasuk for? It's a Svarah. It's obvious. So, the obvious question is, if it was so obvious, so how did they make the mistake? So Moshe Rabbeinu therefore assumed that it must be that they were nichshel with the Bnos Midian, that they were seduced and, were, and became re-engaged with them the way the class had been in uh, Arvos Mo, uh, Moab. Yeah? Uh, because uh, uh, th- and th- therefore they were blinded by their tithes and like we know that a, a person is first nispate seduced by the by the Yitzhahara. he's seduced he wants to, he wants the thing and then afterwards he's called as far as Rose he goes and looks for what we would say, krum, reasoning, crooked reasoning to justify his desires. But the Gemorian Shabbos says that they said back to Moshe Rabbeinu, no, we didn't sin. Because look, not a single one of us died in battle. So it can't, so it can't be that we sin. So he says, Again, he's talking about there with the carbon they wanted to bring. But so what did happen? So he say, even though we managed to not sin with them, but we didn't manage to not look at them. I mean the Bnos Midian were very pretextic. Their their way was that when the invading army would come in, they would on purpose dress up in the most seductive way possible so that the soldiers would not kill them and instead take them for themselves. And so even though the soldiers did everything they could to guard themselves from this, nonetheless, because they saw, they were already mishuchad, already bribed. And we know that a bribe blinds the eyes of even the greatest wise man and the greatest judge. And therefore they reasoned incorrectly. So now to bring it back to us. To understand, going back to our word of Tachacha, talking to ourselves, how mishuchad we are, how bribed we are by the things that our eyes see, by the things that, that, that we're drawn after, by the things that we get a geshmak from. And then that person is supposed to be the same one to make a svara, whether he's going to do this or he's not going to do this. He's going to take the school, he's not going to take the school. So Mesut Sharm gives us an Eitzah. Kol kula tricha bdika. The moment a person wants to take a kula, which may very well be the correct thing to do, 
but you have to check it very carefully. Because you're mishuchid, because you're bribed, even though unintentionally. And if those tzaddikim, those captains, could make the mistake of it with the bnos median, how much more so that we can make a mistake with all of our day-to-day things. That's why it's important to have a chaver tov, to have a rebbe, to have someone to bring to and to discuss, someone who's not mishuchad the way that you are. Bez Hashem will be able to see the places where, where, we, where we've said Svaras Rose, crooked reasoning to justify our behavior, our desires, and uh, we can be makabal, the tochacha, the reproach, the, the burning wrath that Kolish Borhu slapped us with during this tkufa, and it should, it should be Latova.